I'm Amy Jensen, and this is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number two, Business Q&A and the Weight Command. This podcast is for people looking to train their own dog, either as a companion, therapy, or service dog. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hi, welcome. I'm excited to be here today, you guys. I'm going to teach you about one of my all-time favorite behaviors to teach any dog. It works for puppies. It works for older dogs. This is something that I use on a daily basis. I use it everywhere I go, and I use it several times a day. So I'm excited to teach you about that today. But first, if we haven't met, my name is Amy Jensen. I'm a professional dog trainer, and I'm the owner and creator of Baxter and Bella's Online Puppy School. Um, I've been training dogs for most of my life, including service dogs, And one of my passions is just to help other people learn how to train their dog so that they can get out there and live life with their dog the way they want to. Um, I have a goal this year of helping over a thousand puppies. And to do that, I'm going to need your help. So if you will, give me a like, share this video. If you know somebody getting a puppy, please let them know about my program. Um, I really want to help um, other people train their dogs and have a good experience doing it. So Um, I'm curious, Uh, let me know in the comments if you are a soon-to-be dog owner, if you are a current dog owner, if you're a breeder, or if you're a trainer. I'd love to know kind of your background and who's listening and who's uh, chiming in. Today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my program and answer some questions that I've received about what I do um, and how it fits into the dog training world, because I do something a little bit different. I'm not like your typical trainer. I'm not like... Um, I do some, you know, I I do a little bit differently some things. So, and I'm excited about it. Super excited. So, um, what I have to offer you is basically if you think of the dog training world or you think of somebody going out to get a brand new puppy, um, they often go to a breeder and they'll, or they'll go wherever, hopefully a breeder, a reputable breeder, and they'll get a puppy and then they'll take the puppy home and then they'll wait a couple of weeks and they'll kind of live life with this puppy. And then they kind of realize they're in over their head. They maybe don't know what they're doing. They may have some lots of questions, um, lots of, am I doing this right? Am I going to ruin my dog? What should I do about this? Um, all sorts of things. And then they do some research. They find a puppy class. They take the dog to class maybe when it's 12 weeks old. Um, and then they're on their way, which is awesome. Um, I am all for taking your dog to local classes. Um, and I think that's something I'm going to clarify here as well, because I get a lot of confusion about that. Um, and so what I do and what I've created is basically an online puppy school. This is ideally going to go home with families before they get their puppy. So I've connected with breeders, um, just good reputable breeders who do really good things with their litters. And I've, um, you know, introduce them to my program and then let them know about all of the resources I've created so that as people come to them and they want to get a puppy, then the puppy basically, you know, those people can prep for that puppy. They can get their home ready. I show you what to get. I show you how to set up your house. I give you a solid background in dog training and behavior so that when that puppy does come home several weeks later, they're off you know, and running, you know, the, the people know exactly what to do and how to handle this or that puppy biting, jumping, um, peeing in the house, all sorts of little puppy behaviors that are just natural puppy behaviors. Um, I give you a really good foundation and tips and tricks and all sorts of, um, how to's on how to handle that the second your puppy comes home. And then I do have over 60 lesson plans and videos that walk you through basic obedience all the way up until like 
uh, tricks that are just fun to teach or therapy commands or commands you might use if you're going to train a service dog and such. And then I also address adolescent behavior, some of those reactivity issues, barking, digging, chewing. Um, and so I do cover that all. I do suggest though, that we work together with local trainers. So it's great to use my program and it's a fantastic bridge between breeder, um, into your home. In fact, it creates a seamless transition from breeders to your home. Um, and then I recommend that you do sign up for local classes, take your puppy to puppy kindergarten, get him socialized with other dogs, um, let him play with other dogs. It's super healthy for him. Um, and then if you want to get into agility or dog sports, um, there's a lot of scent classes out there. You can take, there's amazing classes out there. You can take with amazing trainers who live in your area that can just help you. But my program is aimed at, at those few weeks in between, uh, from breeder to home, I want to make that transition as seamless as possible. And then I do offer you 24 seven help so that in between those weekly classes that maybe you've signed up for in your local area that I'm there 24 seven to answer any of those in between questions. I offer one-on-one video conferencing sessions. Um, I have an ask the trainer page where you can see the frequently asked questions and also email me a question at any time of the day where I will respond and give you a good answer. So um, basically that's what I do. I've had a lot of questions about, you know, how are you different or what do you do? Um, and so my goal is really to connect. I would love to see this more connected in the dog world. I feel that there is a little bit of a disconnect, but I would love to see breeders work with trainers, work with owners, and all of us together can do our best to find you that best puppy, you know, that, um, and we can help you all along the way. The breeder is going to do a phenomenal job getting that puppy ready for you. Um, in fact, I want to give a shout out to several of my favorite breeders. Um, there's Camden Lane Labradoodles. They're located in Utah, Red Desert Doodles. Also, they're down in Southern Utah. Um, Staples Dog Training is up in Idaho. They do hunting and retrieving labs. Um, Stephanie Major, I know, does um, dachshunds, and she does an amazing job with her litters. Ellsworth Labradoodles is also in Utah, and then Sand Hollow Doodles up in Idaho. They all do phenomenal jobs with their litters. They use fantastic resources, um, such as the Puppy Culture Program, many of you have heard of, or Avidog is also fantastic. Um, And so I am... Um, a proponent of all of these fantastic uh, programs that are out there. And I just want to help kind of bridge that gap and um, make sure that we're all getting you the best experience that you can possibly have with your brand new puppy. So I think by all of us working together, it just is better for everybody. Um, It just works better when we're not trying to do things ourselves. So I would love to know, actually, now that I've kind of given a shout out to breeders, what's your favorite breed? Why do you love it so much? Um, what kind of puppy are you looking for? If you need help finding that puppy or finding one, a breeder such as these breeders who are fantastic and will give your puppy that head start, reach out to me, leave me a comment. Let me know what you're looking for. I would love to help you um, and assist in any way that I can. Um, all right. So that being said, um, if you're listening and you're a breeder or a trainer, these are the other, these are the other groups that I'm trying to, you know, shout out to and let you know my resources that I've created because I feel like the resources I've created could really help you and your businesses. So if you're a breeder or you're a trainer, I really feel like we could work together to get our clients and all of these people who are wanting to train their dog, um, the best help possible. Okay. So, um, for today, my favorite cue or command or behavior, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want you to imagine daily life with your puppy. It gets a little crazy. I know and that's okay. It's kind of just life with a puppy. 
But let's pretend you need to go outside and get the mail. Or maybe you need to make the bed. Maybe you have kids and there's toys all over the floor that you need to pick up before your puppy gets to them. Um, maybe it's you've got laundry to do and you need to fold it without your puppy interrupting, grabbing the sock and taking off. Um, perhaps it's dinner time or you're prepping school snacks and you just need to focus on that for just a minute um, and then you can get back to your puppy. Maybe the doorbell rings or somebody's at your door and you need to greet a guest. Perhaps you are in the car and your dog's with you and you need to go unload things out of your car, but you don't necessarily want your, jo- your dog to jump out of the car. There are endless um, scenarios um, that you could probably think of. In fact, um, some of you hopefully are thinking, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So for me, I love a clean house. If you know me well, you know that I'm tidy. I like to be organized. I like to be clean. Um, and so you can imagine with kids running around my house and puppies running around my house, the dogs that I'm training, it gets a little crazy sometimes. And on today, like days like today when it's raining outside, um, those paw prints come in and they're wet and sometimes they're muddy and they run across my floor. So mopping is something that I do frequently and I've, I've got it down to um, a great process where it's pretty quick, but mopping is something I do a lot. So when I have dogs and I'm training puppies, um, how do you do that with a puppy? Do you just always put them in a crate? Do they always have to be locked away? There is a better way. There's a behavior you can teach your puppy to do that really helps with these items. All of these things that I just listed for me, mopping is something I'm always using this cue for, but you know, when I have dogs in my car and I open the door, I use this cue picking up toys that I don't want my dog to chew. It's really, this um, cue is amazing. This behavior, you can use it in so many ways. It's very versatile. So it's the wait cue. It's the wait behavior. Basically, I'm teaching my puppy to wait for something, or I'm teaching him to wait before he can go into an area. And that's what we're going to focus on today is that behavior of, I tell my dog to wait and he can't cross that line that I'm going to make for him until he is released. So And that's what it looks like. That's what the wait cue is, is basically you take your arm, you draw an imaginary line, you say, wait, and then your dog is expected to stay behind the line. How do you train this? It's actually pretty simple. So if you get some treats that your dog loves, get them on a little four foot to six foot leash, and then take him to an obvious boundary area. So when I say obvious boundary area, I mean like a carpet tile line, um, or a doorway, like a threshold that he can see a clear boundary between one room and the other one space and the other space. And then you're going to walk him through till he's on the side that you want him on. You're going to draw a line with your arm and it's best if you use that visible boundary for him at the beginning, you tell him to wait. And then you stand to the side. And at the beginning, I would stand right by him. You don't want to add in the four Ds yet where we add in distance and time and all of that that stuff. You just want to make sure you stand to the side of him. And then you're going to count to a few seconds in your head and then release him. And as you release him, you're going to move away from him, moving that treat away from him. So he follows the treat and he moves across the threshold. So essentially what you're doing is you're taking him to a side or a room, like a side of a doorway or a room or an area. You're going to tell him to wait. Then in a few seconds, you're going to release him and move him across that line. So he knows that the release cue is what allowed him to cross that line. Now, if he goes to break, um, before you're ready to let him across a quick little, uh, uh-uh, uh, or just, you know, body blocking him. Sometimes it's just enough to move into your dog. If you move into him, he's going to back up and by him backing up, he goes right back into that area where you're wanting him. So you're just simply 
communicating with him that, nope, that's not what I wanted. I wanted you to go back and stay behind this line until I let you out or release you. Once you release him, he can come across all is well. He gets a reward. And then I would try it again. And I would do that several times until he understands. You can start to see that you could start lengthening that time that you're asking him to wait. And he understands that he's not to cross that boundary until you release him. So that's what it looks like. um, And that's how you train it. Um, And then I would repeat that a lot. You're going to want to generalize it. So with a very young puppy, um, that's a very basic behavior. But we want to get to the point where I could... For example, mopping my floors, which is something I do a lot. I could put my dog in the living room where it's carpeted. I could draw a line between my carpet and my tile. And then I could say, wait, I could mop my floor, let it dry. You know, that takes a while. I've got a lot of tile that needs to dry before I want him running on it. You don't want a dog running on your wet wet mop floors because then you've got all those paw prints again, right? So a good long wait. I mean, they could wait for a long time. The beauty of wait and why I love wait is because it's similar to a stay, but it's not as fixed. It's not as strict. So once I tell my dog to wait in that carpeted room, he can run around that room. He can play in that room. He can do whatever he wants in that room. He just can't leave the room is basically what I'm asking him to do. So he might have a toy in there that he can play with. He might just decide to go take a nap in that room. He doesn't have to be in a fixed sit or a fixed down and then hold that position while my floor's dry, which I love. I love that he can go and he can be a dog, um, but he has a behavior that he knows he's doing um, where, and he has an area where I've asked him to stay. And then when I release him, he can come onto the floors. So I love that it's more versatile. I love that I can use this everywhere. So this isn't just a behavior that I can only do at home in a house. You know, I could go outside and I could use weight outside. Um, right now I've got a yard to clean up. So I'm clipping branches and maybe I don't want my puppy in the branches, chewing on them and eating them. And I want him to wait behind the garbage can while I collect them and throw them away. So I'm very creative in how I find ways to incorporate this throughout my day. And I found a lot of ways. So going back to that list that I told you, you have your dog in the car, you draw your arm, you open the door and you draw your arm, say, wait, And he stays calmly in that car while the door's open. He knows he can't cross that boundary or come out until he's released. It's great. Let's say you have um, kids that have been playing with toys on the ground and you don't want your puppy swallowing a Lego or something. So you draw a weight line. He stays behind where you drew the line. You clean up the room and then he's allowed to enter the room. Um, Maybe you're folding laundry. You don't want your puppy eating that sock or, you know, stealing it and running off. So you put him in a, a space. You draw a line, say, wait, and then you are in your space and you can do the task, uh, folding laundry, whatever it is, and then release your dog, and then you can go off and do something together. So this is a great behavior that you can just live life together, live life with your dog, right? He doesn't always have to be in a crate or always in a pen. Um, you know, young puppies, you have to supervise them 100%. So this is a great behavior that gets them out a little more. It gets them out um, with you, um, interacting with you, um, while you're still able to watch them and keep an eye on them so that they're not getting into mischief. So, um, all right. I would appreciate it, you guys. If you have um, a friend or you have, maybe your puppy needs this cue or maybe you know a dog who or a, you know, would benefit from this behavior or a friend who like, Hey, look what I learned today. You should teach your dog to do this. It's pretty awesome. Um, go ahead and share this. Give me a like. Um, I would love to spread the word. If you're looking for more training resources, visit my site. It's www.baxterbella.com. 
Um, if you go to the learn more page, it tells you all about my program and all about the resources that we offer you to help getting you and your puppy off to the best start possible. Okay. So this is a Q and a, and I said, I would take questions. I've answered a lot of the questions that did come in on what it is I do and what my program is and how it is that I fit in, in the dog training world with, um, breeders and other trainers. Um, so if you have any questions on that, that's awesome. If you have any other dog training questions, I'll take a few as well. If, even if uh, you see this video later and you post a comment, I'll go back and check the comments and then I'll try to get those questions uh, for next time. So hopefully you guys are having good experiences with your dogs. Go ahead and leave a little message for me. Say, Hey, this is how training's going for me. This is what I'm experiencing. Do you have any advice or tips on this? I would love to just send you a little email with a quick answer. And then, yeah, go check out my site. We offer um, weekly puppy classes on a specific topic. I have office hours that you can sign up for where you can talk one-on-one -on -one with me. We do it via video conferencing with the Zoom platform so I can see you working with your dog and offer you tips and tricks. Maybe tweak a little bit of your behavior to get your dog to act more appropriately. Sometimes we do things that we don't really realize we're doing. And if we just change it a little, then our dog responds. Um, and that's what a trainer is ideally for. I want every dog, every dog should really have a trainer and every person should have a trainer that you can go to, to ask questions and make sure that you're doing it the right way, the best way, the fastest way to get good behavior from your dog. So that's my goal. Um, I, I'm trying to work with other breeders, other trainers, um, and getting the dog owners the best help that you guys can get. So I hope you guys have an awesome week. I hope you have an awesome weekend. I hope you get out there and try to train your dogs to do the weight. I would love to see little video clips of you doing weight with your dog. So whether it's a brand new puppy that's eight weeks old, or you have a dog that's two or three or six or seven, even any dog can learn this weight behavior. I think you'll find that it's very beneficial in your everyday life. Send me a little video. I'd love to watch you and your dog at work. So happy training and I'll see you later. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me.